two. Hello and welcome to Oklahoma Ghost Stories and Other Phenomenon. I am your host, Brad Heath. Tonight, our guest is Crystal Miles of Edmond, Oklahoma. Crystal is a medium and clairvoyant, and she joins us tonight to share her amazing story of communicating with the souls who have moved on and much, much more. But first, we want to thank tonight's sponsor, the Lindsay Law Firm, a practice that suits your needs. Many people think they'll never need a lawyer until they need one. The Lindsay Law Firm PC's practice is here to suit those people who find themselves in the most typical legal situations in which they need an experienced, talented, and aggressive legal advocate. The firm assists those in Tulsa and the surrounding area in criminal justice, divorce and custody litigation, business law and litigation, civil litigation, including banking disputes, insurance claims, and professional malpractice. When your life and livelihood are at stake, you need the best representation available. Please give the Lindsay Law Firm the opportunity to help you. The firm is located at 1612 South Denver Avenue near downtown Tulsa. Please give them a call, 918-587-0097. Your first consultation is free. So joining me tonight is Crystal Miles. Crystal, thank you for joining us here on Oklahoma Ghost Stories. When we first came across your website, I immediately knew you were someone I wanted to interview. After I read through your website, I began to realize you're much more than just a medium. Go ahead and give our listeners the Cliff Notes version of your abilities and the things that you've been blessed with. Oh, well, thank you, Rad, for having me. This is a really exciting opportunity. So what do I do? I can connect to the other side. I connect to individuals' souls, their hearts. And we receive messages from the other side. And with that, they can receive guidance and hope and a little bit of remembering what their heart already knew, that we are all still connected to the source that created us. And then the fun part of it on the side is I get to see ghosts. <laughs> right, right. And and I know a lot of our, our listeners, uh, that's, that's one of the things that they are definitely going to want me to touch on tonight. So Give us a little bit of your background. Where did you grow up and what was life like for, for little Crystal? Oh, well, life was wonderful for little Crystal. I grew up in Edmond with a very special, supportive family unit, which came with an older sister who I think created me into being someone being very carefree. Um, all will always be well because I had a big sister to always watch out for me. And my parents always said, do what makes you happy and do it your best. So it was normal. I have a slight memory of being woken up by a woman whenever I was younger, younger elementary school, again and again, I called her a witch to myself. I don't know if my parents remember me talking about her or not, but now as an adult, knowing, looking back, it was my first visit of just an older woman coming and peeking in, waking me up. Um, but that's all I remember of my abilities as a child. And then I graduated university. I was doing insurance. I, it didn't feel right. I knew I needed to be doing something to make the world better. 
and insurance wasn't it. So I went back to school to get into the medical field. And I'm, I currently, I work in the operating room and I was fit, fit, the void was, was better, but not quite enough. I knew that there was more, but I didn't know what it was supposed to be. Fast forward a little bit. I'm married. I have my first child, my only child, and my world changes from that moment. Um, shortly after I gave birth, I started having dreams, dreams that were coming true the very next day. I would dream about a coworker, say, um, talking about a wedding. And the first thing that I would see them in the locker room, they'd turn around and they would say, I'm going to a wedding this weekend. I'm like, holy cow, what just happened? Right. And, you know, so I'm texting my husband, telling him, what this? And it happened again the next day. Say a, a friend of mine, um, it's always through my own eyes. So I'm dreaming through my own eyes. I know someone that I care about is hurting. So I contact them. How did you know? Yes, this is what happened. I'm like, this is crazy. And it was again and again and again. And then I had a dream. I won't talk about it too much to protect privacy of anyone, but I was actually able to help someone because of the dream. I was able to help a situation because I knew what was going to happen. So once I actually recognized the dreams and what was happening, my electronics in my brand new construction home started going crazy. Mm. TVs turning on by themselves while we're sleeping. Um, my husband waking me up. There's an Xbox that I didn't even know was plugged in, just turned on by itself. That's weird. Um, the baby's toys were blinking by themselves. I have videos of the electronics in our homes um, going a little crazy. And that's when I put two and two together. I said, I'm having these dreams that I now know are called precognition dreams. And my electronics are going crazy. There's something, there's something here. And I have the conversation with myself. There's something going on. When I acknowledged these, that I thought it was me, not a haunted house. That is the moment I started seeing ghosts. They were waking me up at night and it is terrifying. And still to this day, all these years later, it still terrifies me. Someone's standing over you. Um, so then I'm scared, you know, I'm throwing pillows, I'm yelling and you know, being a crazy lady in the middle of the night. Most nights, um, I w one night I was woken to a child and I screamed. Mm. And once I actually came to and I realized that I yelled at a child ghost I said never again I'm going to do good with this yeah and I said she came to me for help I know it I know it and how dare I not help so I then went and saw an intuitive myself her name is Jamie says media she's incredible she works out of Peru google her make appointments with her um and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to see what she has to say. Not even three minutes into our appointment. She said, girl, you're like me. You have vision. You're here for me to teach you how to do this. Um, at least open the door and, and, and show you, you can do this. So you can start doing what I do. Now, how come I'm just like grabbing on and, and saying, let's do this. 
I saw my first scary movie in third grade and I fell in love. Mm. I think I was already hardwired to be okay with it. Halloween has always been my favorite holiday. The creepy stuff, I love it all. Now, it didn't make me practice this and want to get into this. I never in a million years would think I would have the ability, but I was always okay with it, interested in it. It's kind of cool. So that's, I think, why um, I think I was, I was made this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from then I, I started taking classes online and books and everything. I was gobbling up everything that I could to learn how to do this. Let's learn chakras. Let's learn how energy we're all E equals MC squared took off with it. And um, then the other side told me to stop and to go within and to realize that light love is within all of us and I needed to be still to connect to it to figure out how to do this as as we all should be still and connect to the light and the love that's within us um, for peace so from there I I started um, going on on a forum I'd put my baby to bed, I'd clean up the kitchen, and every night I would get on this forum and say, who wants a free reading? I just want um, you to tell me how I did after we're done. And I was, I was getting really good, and I was like, I can do this. Oh, my gosh, I can do this. This is incredible. Every single time I'm like this, hi, how am I ever going to go to sleep? This is, in, this is beautiful what's happening. And so I made myself a website. And here I am, two years later, um, still still doing it and loving it. And every single connection with a client, it's like my first. It's the most beautiful, almost adrenaline rush when I'm done of there's so much more than just this. And it has our back. So that is my story. <laughs> Bring so, well, and it's great. So let me, let me backtrack you just a sure, little bit. Sure. So you were uh, of elementary age, I think when the older woman started mm-hmm. to visit you, did you ever determine who that was? No, just like the people who wake me up today. I don't, I don't ask. I just, I just say not now. You're, you're not allowed in here. Not now. Um, come to me during the daytime while we're awake. Not now. So I think it was probably um, just a older woman who followed me home. Kind of um, ghosts tend to do that. They don't follow the rules. And they kind of follow you home if you go places. Um, I don't know. I don't remember her face. I remember her clothes. And her hair really well. Um, I don't remember her face well enough to be able to maybe look at photographs of like past family members. Right. I I don't. I, I don't. And I think maybe because of how it scared me, maybe my spirit team was like, "Whoop, not now. We gotta wait till she's in her thirties. Pull back, protect her from <laughs> right. it." <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, 
So she was she was coming to you. Do you think she recognized the ability within you? Yes, I I think the other side, even the people who haven't gone all the way over, because from what I know is when you pass away, there's the light. You have the choice to go into it. The, our whole life is free will. It's the point of it. You have free will to walk into the light or not. Some don't. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they're mad. Maybe they don't. They just don't want to. They're too connected. And so they stay back. They hold on to their human form. And now they're a ghost. Um, and I think that they can see the light within. Some people is brighter in certain areas. And they're like, ooh, that one, that one's light is bright right there. She can see me. So I'm going to follow her right. home. Right. Yeah. So, so since you brought up the light, let's, let's talk about that real quick. Sure. You know, because I think a lot of people have so many questions about what happens when we do pass and leave, leave this plane or this body. Um, did you grow up in a home that had uh, a religious background? Yes, Lutheran. Very lucky to be raised going to church with my mom and my sister every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, my my son goes to school at the church that I went to now. Um, wow. Yes. How how are your abilities accepted at church? Well, I I'm the most spiritual person that you'll ever come across but I'm not religious um it just doesn't um for me I don't I don't need the man-made I'm cool just going straight to God um the source goddess you know there's no ego on the other side call it what you will um but I think everyone's story is true and right and they have every right to hold on to it. If right. someone thinks that it's a little weird and not okay what I do, please keep your beliefs. I respect you and you are entitled to it. Um, I think, you know, I think just it's terminologies that they, people might think apply to me, don't apply to me. You know, um, back in, you know, say like biblical days, the words they were using were describing someone that doesn't do what I do. They were, it's a totally different thing than what I do, if that makes sense. And I think it, sure, it takes yeah. someone to actually open the box and look inside it and be like, oh, okay, wait, who is putting this information in her head? And right. then it's like, Okay, I get it. My 93-year-old grandpa, who's extremely Lutheran, um, a very, very comfortable in his religion that is a, you know, a hat that he wears well, thinks what I do is beautiful. Because he says he knows what being it would be that is giving me the gifts. Yeah. And how yeah. could it be so wrong if it does so good? Right. Yeah. And you're 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 very lucky to have a a 93 year old grandfather um, to share that with. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he great. loves to hear my stories. <laughs> so so let me ask you this because you bring up souls have a have an option mm -hmm. that they either tag on to their 
their body here on earth or they they go towards the light yeah. is is the light what we typically refer to in biblical terms as like a a heaven or is that just another plane that they're going to um everyone describes the moment of passing and then like their light moment different um so i think that every soul's moment is going to be what their soul needs in that moment i've had a soul describe it as they rode a hot air balloon up into the heavens so so yeah heaven it was was comforting for them yes it felt good to ride a hot air balloon up into the heavens um i i had a a a teenager actually describe himself being shot up by slingshot. Um, Lots of people describe their loved ones were the first thing that they saw and their loved ones took them over. Some people describe angels is what took them over. Um, And then yes, it, it, it is, it is heaven. Um, home where our souls belong yeah right leaving this really hard place called earth where we're doing this thing called life yeah (laughs) that's hard right yeah right which which is also made even more difficult during a pandemic (laughs) yes yes um so so let me ask you this so the 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 spirits that come forward to Mm -hmm. you are 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 those also spirits who have gone into into the light so i have to simplify, two two things that come to me. When someone has gone into the light, up to the heavens, they have shed ego, the human body. When I just see them with my naked eye, say I'm just like walking or I'm just in someone's home, it is a colored flashing orb. And it's like a knee, it's like a like a neon um, light. Like it's like a, a fluorescent light and, and then, um, and they all have different colors. Like when my, when my beloved dog passed away in the moments of him passing, he flashed his color at me. And when I actually thought that I was about to um, lose my job because of the, the pandemic happening, I saw his orb as I was walking down the hall and I was like, oh, that a boy, he's still with me. But okay. Right. So what the, the, People who've gone to the heavens, when I see them with their eyes, it's the different colors. Um, And then they come to me in my mind's eye. They would never want to be intrusive. They would never want to scare me. They respect my rules. Um, I might just see their color, but that's not scary. That's not startling, say. Now a ghost, someone who does not cross over and is walking around in their still physical form, I see them as like translucent, almost like a hologram, kind of smoky. And like, say if I like swing a pillow at them because they just startled me, their smoke kind of like poof. Um, Right. Their detail. I can see every hair on their head, every thread in a button, but I can see through them. They don't follow the rules. You know, I have to, gotcha. I have to ask my team, you know, we got to keep them away. I'm, I'm, this is not the space. Or if I'm having dinner, 
I don't want one walking up to my table, you know, (laughs) (laughs) um, but sometimes, I mean, sometimes they do. Sometimes I can just sense it that they're around. Um, but yeah, they don't, they don't follow the rules quite as nicely as, (laughs) as the other ones. Now you've referred to your spiritual team a couple of times. So I have to ask what, what is your team? Okay. So this is how they show it to me is before we're born and say we're with God and, and we're like, Hey, this is our life. This is my, my mom and dad. And we're laying it out. Souls come forward and say, I will watch over you. I will be your special guardian. I will take care of you. When you become a mother, when you become a father, I will enter your, your higher space above you in the heavens. Um, and I will guide you as you enter fatherhood and I will have your back the entire time. And that's your like fatherhood gut say, or you, someone's going to be going to war. And so there's going to be a soul coming in to, um, guide them with their soldier's gut. Um, I, or you, and, and you have some multiple, some people have, um, three, say spirit guides, three in their team that are, that are with them. Some people have 13 of them. Um, it just depends on, on where you are in your life and how much guidance intuition of yourself. You know, I don't, Oh, I shouldn't make a left. I should make a right that everyone has it. Um, and then you have one that stays with you through your whole life and they love you and they take care of you and they try their hardest to help you stay on your highest and greatest path. Um, and so I know that I have three that take care of me and help me while I'm doing my intuitive work. Um, like my main one and then two little helpers that like picking up if I'm not on track. Gotcha. Okay. That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like, uh, what some people would call a guardian. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just like they are, they're there to take care of you. Um, because our creator loves us and, you know, the source that made us love us so much. And, and they're like, oh man, you're going down to that earth and it's really scary down there. I'm going to give you as much protection and support as possible. So uh, everyone come around and take care of them while they're down there. Right. So, and, and, and I've heard something similar described in a universal way, almost like, you know, the universe has a way of putting you back on track. If, if life gets gets out of whack a little bit, um, mm-hmm. are are we completely free of of outside influence as as human beings, or do we do we get influenced uh, by spirit, good or bad? Well, we have free will. That's the point of life: is to come down here, make our decisions, have a path for ourselves, try to stay on our highest and greatest path, but man, we, we took a left. Um, and then maybe a spirit guide would put the right, say you're, you're, you picked the wrong major and you really got it. You really need to go into business, but you're in architecture say. And, um, so uh, one of your spirit team will put the right phrase into the right professor's mouth and they say something and a light bulb goes off and you're like, I'm not supposed to be in business. 
I love buildings. And then you're <laughs> right. now back on, I simplified it, you know, and now you're back on track. So yes, I think that every single thing happens for a reason and everything is guiding us, trying to help us accomplish our goal that we set out for when we came down right. here. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I dove into and, and, and kind of chased down the rabbit hole was the whole DNA and, and connection to your past and, and all of the people that it kind of takes just to get mm-hmm. to you. How, how connected are we to, to those who came before us? And, you know, with the, with, with DNA, the way it is today, you can go back multiple generations sure. Isn't and, that beautiful? and find yeah. 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 And it's great. And, 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 and you learn about the people that, that came before you and you share kind of a blood bond mm-hmm. with them. I, I guess you'd call it how, how connected are we to those people? Very ancestors. They're incredible. Yes. Yes. Very connected. And they too are a part of our team, protecting us, taking care of us, keeping us on track. Um, so if you believe in reincarnation, you're more than welcome to your own beliefs. You would have two different types of ancestors having your back, being connected to you. Um, you know, I've been told in my family that my ancestors could do what I can do. And, you know, great, great aunts and that sort of thing. And it was their DNA brought into me, which was there to bloom in the right moment um so yes yes everything in the past brings us to this future absolutely yeah so you mentioned reincarnation what about uh past lives i know a lot of people believe that they've they've lived multiple Mm -hmm. lives past lives reincarnation same thing um do you do you as a person are we able to recognize when we've lived a past life or is that just something that's, that's inherently in us and it just exists and we just can't bring it up all the time. D all the above. (laughs) Um, yes, your past lives. I, I believe, I, I believe because if we're up in heaven and, and we're there all the time, you know, it's like, Hey, can I go down and do it again? I, I didn't quite get, grief right this time last time can I go down and try that grief thing again or I want to go down and try being you know in in poverty like really really in in true poverty can I give that a whirl again and the source that made us pure love is whatever you wish I will do what I can to protect you um so I think that we are coming back with past life stuff to work on. You know, I really, I really messed up doing that grief thing. You know, I, I, I let it eat me alive. So now I'm, I'm kind of set up to experience that really heavy grief again, but you have no idea. It's just in you. Your soul just knows your subconscious just knows ego doesn't know. And now it's ego's turn to handle the situation well and better to learn to be better to be brighter to you know your soul to be stronger right so so these are things that our souls recognize as maybe an area that 
we need improvement in. And to get mm-hmm. that, they make the decision or we make the decision to come yes. back. And that good old karma thing too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. That's just, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a very interesting way of looking at it. You know, I've, I've kind of heard something like that before, but you know, when you, when you couple that with the fact that we're, we're connected to our ancestors uh, in a, in, in a special way, I guess it would kind of make sense that, you know, we, we get to a point where as a soul, we, we want to be as complete as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so we just keep doing it again and again and again till we get it, that jealousy thing, right. Or that, that right. feeling of being tethered to say a farm and you want to soar, you want to fly, but you are tethered to this farm because this farm and these people on this farm depend on you. And so you have to make the best of it and not dwell in it and get it right. Being tied to that farm, you know, people are depending on you. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the readings mm-hmm. when, when, when someone contacts you for a reading and I know you're doing them by, by yes. video uh, at the moment, but when they're contacted, what would you say their expectations should be going into that the sky's the limit um yeah that, that 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 that's that's my answer so with with me all intuitives mediums we all do it different we all have different styles i am very um validation first like we need i need um we need to get a, a we got to get initials going. We got to get a birth date or a death date going. We got to get someone's favorite hobby, favorite TV show. With me, that is what is is driven forward. Um, and I don't do uh, I don't do any like elaborations. I will say they are showing me June birth date, death date, and then we move on. Um. And then if we do talk about something that can't be validated, you know, say that they're like, um, I don't know, just talking about something that's like happening in life or what they want them to do. They really want you. A lot of people tend to like skip holidays sometimes, you know, when they're telling them, please don't skip 4th of July just because of me. I really want you to experience it and do it. I always ask for a strong validation after that you got to give me where you were born now but i'm saying it in my head to them i'm like give me strong validation because we got to yeah. validate what we were just talking about before um so that's my my style but you know we just come in and we say an opening prayer and we kind of let spirit take us for the ride using my language and and um it's a two-way conversation my client is talking um, quite a bit on saying, yes, yes, that makes sense. Yes, I know what that is. And then sometimes I like them to, to tell me, I'm like, they're talking about a giraffe. What is this giraffe? Like, I want, I want to know. I want to experience why I love it so much. I get to experience their loving memories. I'm like, oh, you guys had such a right. funny story about a giraffe. That's cool. Now we can move on. It's pretty that that's how it is with me. I hope. And 
I would think that a lot of your your uh, clients that contact you, I would think that their reason for doing so more often than not is because they've lost a loved one and they're dealing with that with that grief mm-hmm. of loss and they're trying to find a way to to see through yes. that and to find maybe some closure or to or just to make sure that their loved ones yes. are okay. Yes, that that is I would say probably about 25% are wanting to just connect for themselves or for their children for life. Um and then the other 75%, it's definitely because they are missing someone and they want to make sure that they're still around and they want to make sure that they know um, that the love is still there. My goal before every session, I set my intention with my spirit team and I said, my, my intention is for this individual to know that souls live on and love never dies before every session that is what I want them to know that they're with them they just can't see them yeah right have you have you ever experienced during a a session have you ever experienced a a soul that who's come forward who is just as strong-willed or overbearing or just like, hey, look at me, look at me. Uh, you know, I've got a lot to say. Have you ever experienced something? No, like they're that? all so lovely. <laughs> they, they, they all have their own Are personalities. They? Now, ghosts, totally different story. I don't talk to ghosts nor are they allowed in my sessions. Do I have anything to do with them? I am only talking to souls who are on the other side with our creator. Only people I speak to. Um. And so they're always now, if they were like really funny in life, they're really funny still. Or if they're a jokester, they're still joking. They want their loved one to experience who they remember and who they, they still know. Right. So if, if someone is bossy and pushy, yeah. So if there's like seven individuals all up there passing the microphone back and forth, um, sometimes one of them will hog it more than another. Yeah. But that their loved ones like, yes, that is my dad. Of course they're all, yes, he's bossy. Who's bossy. That's him. Thanks for the validation. It's my bossy right. dad. Yeah. Right. Right. How, how, how do you see, or how do they show you, you, you mentioned the, your, your mind's eye, if they want to validate something for you, are they showing you pictures? Yes. So how I describe it. Is if, if everyone wants to say, okay, picture Marilyn Monroe in your head right now. Picture her dress, picture her okay. hair, um, what shoes is she wearing? That, what you're seeing, that's what I see. You can see it. You can see her shoes. You can see which way her hair is blowing. That's it. It's just in my mind. Um, now, they, so that's how I see the images. Um, they are using a language that I have with them. They know if they show me a rabbit, I will say the word single mom. If they show me a squirrel, I will say the most loving, doting, precious mom on the planet. They know I'll say that. That's my symbol for my mom. Um, if they want me to say transition, they will show me a frog. If... Um, they want to talk about someone moving. They're going to show me a covered wagon. So they, I have this language 
with them. Plus then they're using my memories and my knowledge though for the person sitting in front of me. So it's like the other side is writing a letter using the dialect that I know. And then I'm reading the letter to the client, but they have to translate it with me. So I'm saying, you know, they're showing me this covered wagon. You know, to me, that means like moving and they're going to have to say, no, no, no. My tattoo is of a covered wagon. It has to Mm, be like a two-way street. And I tell everyone before, I said, they're using my memories, my knowledge, my head, but this is your letter. So we got to do it together. And then they're like, how do you even know about my tattoo, my covered wagon tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Because obviously we've used as, as humans, we've used picture language since the beginning of time. I mean, that's how we've always communicated yeah. with one another, uh, uh, Egyptians, and even back to, you know, cavemen, you know, they, they were, they were drawing mm-hmm. pictures on the wall. Simple. Uh, what, what is, yeah, right. What is your advice to anyone who has experienced uh, severe loss or, or uh, multiple deaths in the family? And, you know, they're trying to find their way. They're trying to find answers. Can they? Can they communicate themselves? Have, Can they talk to them? Absolutely. Well, my and, first thing to, would be to say, I'm sorry. That That's hard to, to, lose, to lose love. And, you know, we get these big, beautiful loves in our life, and they're so wonderful. And then they leave, and now we're stuck with the grief. And grief is the receipt of love. And then when you get a love really big, now you're stuck grieving really big. So I would be... I'm sorry that you're experiencing this. Then I would tell them, talk, 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 talk. Ask, 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 and then believe it when you're receiving it. So say, Dad, I really, send me a feather. Send me a feather. Send me a feather. So I know that you're here and and you're with me. And now when you receive the feather, you got to believe it. And don't doubt it and say thank you for it. Now, it's not going to be just a random, uh, just a feather that you see in a birdcage. No, it's going to be the feather that is um, sitting on your front step. How in the world is it on my front mat, this random feather? Or how about the really nice person who chases after you at Walmart with a $20 bill that fell out of your purse and they're chasing you to give you your money back has a feather on their shirt. Right. Right. So it can come to you in so many different ways. Ask for signs, ask for songs, Um, communicate with them. They can hear everything. I, I describe it as like, there's little, like a gold thread coming from your heart, your essence up into the heavens connected to, to your loved one and when you're thinking of them it's like a little butler bell in the end that like ding 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 and they come swooping down and they're like yes where you're putting up the christmas tree and they get their little ding and they're like oh it's christmas tree time and they come zipping down to be there you just can't see them so feel free to talk to them play their favorite song like they are living life through your eyes 
So they want you to be as happy and comfortable and content and peaceful as possible because that's what they're experiencing now because they're within you, they're in your heart. So they want you to decorate that Christmas tree while playing, playing the favorite song and singing because they're just going to be singing along with you. And I know it's easier said than done. So it would just need to be baby steps. Yeah, I, I think that's great advice. And I think anyone listening to us uh, tonight and uh, in the future, uh, definitely, definitely talk to your loved ones who have, who have passed. Tell me about your work with the spirits who have not gone into the light. If, if, if someone feels like they've got something going on in their house or, or something that's uh, maybe attached to them. What, what type of work do you do in that area? Well, I don't do home clearings. That's a whole nother ball game. And I like working one-on-one with, with clients, with individuals. Um, I love doing paranormal sweeps. Love them. I love coming into a home and telling you all about who's there and who's doing what. But I don't necessarily, I just don't want someone to contact me. You know, I, I, I don't come in and um, I would offer guidance and saying, you're the human, you win. Your words are more powerful than them and ask for all the help you want from the other side. It's free will. So the other side can't help until you ask. Archangel Michael, come into my home and clear it of anything of low vibration that does not belong here. And then he's like, oh, okay, here we come. So ask, ask for help command things to leave um take ownership and say this is my home and nothing is allowed here other than my family um and don't doubt yourself courage um yeah do you think do you think we're do you think we're seeing an increase in this type of activity? yeah i think everyone intuition spirit everything is is booming is blossoming absolutely right now i think i was a part i was a part of that awakening it was i was i'm part of it yes yes um i think it's more prevalent because you can talk about it now like my past loved ones who could do what i could do couldn't make a website and tell the town all about what they can do. They might, people might would have looked at them cross-eyed. So, but I can, I can say, I can see dead people. I can talk to past loved ones and people might be like, well, I don't know. That's a little weird, but I'm not um, being like shoved out of town for it. So I think because more people can talk about things, people can talk about chakras, you know, oh, I'm really interested in this energy work and Reiki, this is really cool. They can go to their office and talk about it and they're not going to lose their job because of it. And so then little seeds are planted with individuals around and people can Google now and things are just growing. 
because they can grow because society is allowing it to grow and we have the resources to nurture it. Absolutely. Right. Now, can, can spirit make you feel any physical sensation? Every, every session I'll, I'll get it. Like, um, the easiest thing for them to do is when they give me a simple earache, um, I know I need to say the word there. They want to talk about the pain that they felt, or I'll get like a splitting migraine, um, in, in my head. I'm, you know, it's like, I feel like my skull is splitting in half and I'm going to say, they want to talk about the brain, the, the problems with the brain, the brain, um, there. And when the individual says, yes, I know what, I know what that means. Yes. The pain instantly leaves. Um, or they'll make my knees ache. And I'm like, Hey, they're talking about knees hurting. Yes. They had terrible knees. Um, when the other side gets excited, it's like the top of my head. Like I can feel my hair growing tingles. And, and it's like, they're clapping above my head almost. And so it's like their energy is like touching my scalp and it gives me goosebumps. And it's my absolute favorite part of a session are these really beautiful, exciting from the other side moments, because I know that my client's experiencing it too. And I'm like, yes, they got it. They got that moment of joy from the other side. I love that. I love it. Right. You know, it's such a, it's such an exciting topic uh, to touch on because, and and you can come up with so many questions because so, so many of us don't have that ability. And if Mm -hmm. we do, we don't know how to bring it forward. And, and to have someone like yourself who is uh, just, you know, uh, uh, pure at heart uh, to be able to do that for people. I think it's, just amazing. Give me, give me your thoughts on what we call the power of persuasion. Mm. Well, I don't know anything about that. No, the, the, the power of persuasion, well, mean, the, are, are you saying like, am I saying something and they're just going to twist it until it fits their puzzle piece into their puzzle? Sure. Well, here, here's why I ask because I've, been able to in the past uh and, and this is you know i'll i'll tell on me a little bit i've always felt like i've had the ability to think something should happen um something simple like that person really needs to change the flag in front of their house because it's tethered and and it needs to be changed and maybe it's just a simple um task yeah. that they were going to do anyway but but over the years, I've had that happen yeah. multiple times. So I've always been really curious about that and whether or not we as as people or spirit have the ability to persuade yes. things one way or another. It sounds like you're really good at manifesting. Um, that Yes. Yes. I think you are what you think about. When the other side sees that joy would come it's all it all resonates back to peace and harmony and joy 
the 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 emotions of of love of what we come from like he will find joy and peace with when that flag is fixed and so then the other side starts making things right place right time right place right time right place right time i'm gonna switch my flag out and then and then it happens so when you you know like when I have people come to me and they're talking about like money problems and like, I just can't get out of it. I'm just whatever. I'm like, stop thinking about it. The other, you know, you think about a yellow car, you're going to see a yellow car because the other side says they think they want to see a yellow car, give them a yellow car. Um, they're all they think about is how broke they are. We'll keep them broke. Cause that's all they're thinking about. So that's what they want. Um, that's manifesting. There is a, a, a term to Google and you can dive into and you could do seven podcasts on on the, the manifesting. Um, so, yes, I do believe that your team hears what you think about and then they present it to you because you're the creator of your destiny. Yeah. That that certainly makes makes a lot of sense, um, and we've already been on for almost an fast, hour huh? now, Crystal. Can you believe that? <laughs> it does go fast, but one. Sure. I, but I want to throw one more thing at you yeah. before before we get done. You'd mentioned your your dreams and and how you were seeing things that would happen mm-hmm. uh, the next day, you know, into the future. Uh, it's kind of a two part question. What what are our okay. dreams, if you can answer that, um, and uh, how far have you been able to look into the future on on you know coworkers, uh, uh, future events, jobs, you know anything that you have had? How how far have you been well, able first, to go in, into the future? What are dreams? I think that we have just our human ego dreams. Just every day, you know, we don't remember those. You know, by two seconds after you wake up, they're gone. And now we have spirit dreams. We have the dreams that are so vivid and so real that you remember, you can feel that person's hug. Or um, two weeks later, you still remember all the details of it completely. That is the other side's dreams. And I feel like everyone has them, some more so than others, because some of them recognize that dream felt really special. So now you manifest it. Your team heard you talk about these dreams. You like it. So they're going to send you more. Um, so that is, I, I feel like you're, because you're in the most meditated state when you're sleeping. There is no ego or, or human involved. It's just your soul. And so your soul can do some pretty cool stuff while you're sleeping, um, can experience cool stuff. I, I don't like doing the future thing. Um, why? Well, cause it's ever changing. You can pick up a pen instead of a pencil at any time. Um, so I don't necessarily like really dig into it or practice it. Um, um, now I can say, see that someone's going to get pregnant and that's because it just kind of gets imprinted on me um, or that, um, you know, like a new job is coming because it gets imprinted on me, but I don't really, tr- I don't 
try to to dig too much like that like I don't I it just doesn't it doesn't feel right for me um some people their intuitive business is all that because that's what feels right for them um right and then say if someone comes to me and they like really want some job guidance I tell them they're not going to tell you what to do because the point is of you choosing now they will tell you avenues of joy and they'll say there's a red building that you're going to interview at and that red building is a, is a source of happiness. And now it's your choice if you take the job, if that makes sense. So at any moment, oh, yeah. anything can happen. Some are just of the higher, the, 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 the higher avenue of, of what you could do. You know, you can keep driving on the highway going straight. You can take an exit or you can run off the road, your choice every second of the day and they'll tell you driving straight down the road is going to be the best, but you do, but you do you is right. how spirit would be. Um, so do I ever try to like see some big grand event? No, because I don't want to know about it. I want, I want to be crystal, right? You know, I want to be my son's mother and do play dates and that sort of thing. So that's why I, try my hardest to never tune in, tap in while I'm just grocery shopping or with coworkers while I still have another job. I, I, I don't, cause I just want to be me. And when it's time to tune in, right, I'm all in. Right. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's great. So, uh, Crystal, stay with me here for a second. Let me get this quick, uh, announcement okay. out of the way for all the listeners. Make sure you go to Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, all of those places where you get your podcast fix. Be sure and uh, like us on there, subscribe, and if you feel so inclined, give us a a rating. I would love to hear uh, any of your feedback. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, that's great as well. And of course, we are uh, on Patreon. If you want to become a member there, it's patreon.com slash OGS underscore OK. And you can become a contributor there. And if so, we'll make sure that you get our monthly newsletter. And of course, I want to thank tonight's sponsor, the Lindsay Law Firm, uh, practice that suits your needs, criminal defense, uh, divorce, custody litigation, business law, civil litigation, whatever you need, they've got you covered. Give them a call, 918 587 zero zero nine seven and crystal if people wanted to find more out about you or possibly uh schedule a a video uh my reading, website where would they miles.com it's c-h-r-i-s-t-e-l-m-i-l-e-s.com and we talked about that spelling <laughs> that is a I unique know, way to spell crystal it, it's it's interesting that's what my parents chose uh one of like the most popular metaphysical items, crystals, to name me. But then they used a pretty, I think, pretty magical way to spell it. Well, I think so. And 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 just in the short time that I've been able to uh, speak with you, uh, I, I've been so impressed with you. And I, oh, I, I thank, thank you, you for the work that you do. I think it I think it helps a lot of people. And, uh, sure. I, you know, let's do this again Absolutely. one day. I'd love to have you back on and, and, uh, we can touch on some other topics and, and, uh, dive back into the spirit world and, um, you know, maybe give the, maybe give somebody out there 
an answer to a question they've been wanting uh, answered for a while. And who Absolutely. knows? Absolutely. That sounds we'll find wonderful. That this, was, this was very fun. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Okay. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Oklahoma Ghost Stories, another phenomenon. Uh, I'm your host, Brad Heath. That was Crystal Miles of Edmond, Oklahoma. Looking forward to your comments and questions on Facebook. We'll be certain to get back with you on those as well. Thank you, everyone, and have a good night.